Weeks. It's Monday, October 4th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, I introduce you to Satan's autistic nephew. Plus, wearing a face mask turns you into a trans-lesbian castrationist. Meet Skelton's latest demonic troubles and making fun of deformed babies on Instagram. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents... Great moments in tech support phone calls. Well, what I got is my mom's laptop here, and it won't turn off. Cannot turn it off. Try to turn off the power, everything, it won't turn off. All right, can I get the uh, service tag? Jesus Christ, I just gave it to you people. (laughs) All right, express service code is 49. You got it? I couldn't hear you very well. You're yelling very loud. Four uh, nine, is that right? Yeah, it's close enough. All I need to know is how do you turn this goddamn thing off? You know, your your automated crap sucks. All right, and I think you suck. All right, Jesus Christ, how do you turn this fucking thing off? Can I get the name on the account? It's all right, and the phone number is purchased that. Why do you need all this? All I need to know is how do you turn the thing off? I need to verify the owner of the system, sir. Oh, Jesus Christ. The number is... 72. <laughs> Fucking goddamn pig I swear to God. Okay, and your email address. Why do you need that? You know, you're upsetting the fuck out of me. All right, you fucking goddamn asshole. Look, goddamn it. The fucking thing will not it shut off. You understand that? I'm getting very upset about this. You know, I've spent about an hour trying to talk to you people on this freaking automated crap you got, and that's what's got me all fucking upset like this, all right? And if you didn't have all this automated crap on your goddamn phone system, then somebody would talk to a human. You know what a human is? Yes, sir, I do, and I will... You keep acting like a goddamn computer and keep asking me for these stupid questions when all I need to know is how do you shut this thing down? It says Windows is shutting down. It's been saying that since last night, all right? You see the power button on it? I've been pushing it for the past three fucking hours. It don't fucking do nothing. Okay, hold down the power button for 10 seconds right now. Well, Jesus Christ, you could have told me that. You know, you are not, not very freaking helpful. You know that? You're a fucking asshole. And you can put this in your fucking records. The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. You want to know how I keep my man happy? <laughs> I let him play with my sister. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? This is the biggest waterman that I've ever seen. <laughs> Yes, hey freaks, Tim back here with you to kick off a new week of programs, and I've got a great one for you today. You know, by some estimates, there are over 2 million podcasts out there. Lucky for me, most of them suck, or they stop producing new shows after like episode 3. That's called pod fading. Because this landscape is littered with decaying, rotting corpses... Shows like Distorted View Daily sound pretty impressive when you look at the stats. There was one service that estimated that DV was in like the top 0.1% of all shows. It's not because I have tons of listeners. I ain't pulling in Joe Rogan numbers. I'm not even pulling in William Hung numbers. 
You remember William Hung from American Idol? Oh, his podcast is good. Yeah, there's William singing uh, R. Kelly. Good choice at age well. Looks like William Hung co-hosts his show with uh, someone named Nathan Big. And a lot of their success, I'm guessing, has to do with the name of the show, Big and Hung. I think people go into that thing expecting a whole other show. Not too upset that they've got more listeners than me. They're all one-time listeners, and then they check out as soon as they hear William Hung speak. You mean to tell me that little Asian dude is packing a big cock? I know it starts inside of me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just get to the chorus, please. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. We're not even five minutes into the Monday show, and I'm already whipping out William Hung. It's going to be an awful, awful week. My point in all of this is just to say there are a lot of podcasts, both successful and unsuccessful, and today we add a new one to the list. It's going to be unsuccessful. We're going to just go ahead and put it in that column right now. Mead Skelton is back! Now, I don't want to give you the wrong idea. I'm not saying the Mead cast is going to be unsuccessful because it's not good. It's got everything I'm looking for in a Mead podcast. We'll get into that in just a moment. The reason why I say it's going to be unsuccessful is because it's for patrons only. It's stuck behind a paywall, which means no one's going to hear it except for his two patrons. Thankfully, one of those patrons is me, and I have uh, a sizable audience. So yeah, let's give me some exposure. Maybe it will be successful, just not in the way he thinks it's going to be successful. The main takeaway from Meadcast episode one is that Mead is a busy, busy boy. He got some new jobs. He's close to being fired from one of those jobs. It's already been a real whirlwind. Let's hear from Meet himself. I just want to share with you all that I do need prayer. I'm under a great demonic attack. This is literally well, like the first thing he talks about on his premiere episode of his podcast. Mead is in crisis. There's an emergency. Demonic spirits are once again attacking him. I hope it's not that lady. You know, the demon lady who visits Mead in his sleep and mounts him? She tries to fuck him and steal his seed. Even in the afterlife, her biological clock is ticking. She wants to produce a half-demon, half-autistic hell baby. I love the idea of an autistic demon. <laughs> hey, bitch, what's up? Oh, my God, Satan, it has been a while since I've heard from you. Yeah, well, busy, busy. Hey, my condolences. So sorry to hear about Biden, but, you know, he was getting up there in age. Joe Biden is still alive. Hold up, what is today? October 4th. Oh my god, I thought it was already December. I've lost all track of time. I'm so sorry. Disregard what I just said. Hey, on a totally unrelated topic, do you have one of those, uh, you know, panic room, emergency food pantries for, like, the apocalypse? No, I don't do that. Huh. Okay. Are you saying I should start stocking up? No. No. Unless you want to. Do you happen to have any, uh... What? I can't... I don't understand what you're saying. <clears throat> what? Bok, bok. Bok, bok. Oh, like... Don't say it. Just whisper it. 
chickens? No, I don't I don't have any chickens. Garden? Nothing to provide food in case you can't get to the grocery store? Well, that is just irresponsible. What is going to happen? Open a newspaper. You haven't been reading about the Zeta variant? Of COVID? No, I haven't. Are you living under... Oh, shit. It, I keep forgetting it's not yet December. Never mind. You'll find out soon enough. What is up with you today? Oh, my God. I am exhausted. I've been watching my sister's kid since she went to rehab. It is like two full-time jobs. Wow, I didn't even know you had a sister. Huh? What? I said- Gary, put the fork down. If you're not gonna eat, put the fork down. Gary's your nephew. How old is Gary? I don't know. Four, twelve. It doesn't matter. He's autistic. Can't tell the difference between four and twelve? Tim, when they're autistic, it's all the same. Soft food so they won't choke. Diapers. So much screaming. I mean, you gotta be used to that. You're in hell. Everyone down there is screaming, right? Uh, you're making jokes, are you? You think I'm in the mood to laugh? Let me tell you something, buddy boy. There's a big difference between the hot, erotic screams of a damned soul eternally burning in the jism of hellfire and the bone-curdling cries of a child who wants to watch Caillou, but the fucking cable is out again. I'm sorry. So you say, Gary, I've got some Paw Patrol on DVD. How about some Paw Patrol? And guess what Gary says? I'm guessing he says he doesn't want to watch Paw Patrol. <clears throat> Wrong. He screams some more, because he's mostly non-verbal. I'm so sorry you're- Gary, the doorknob is not a pacifier. How long- Has he been using the doorknob as a pacifier? I don't know. It's so weird. He doesn't just leave his mouth around it. He like bobs his head up and down and he's deep-throating the doorknob. It's the weirdest fucking shit. No, I was going to say, how long have you been watching him? Leslie went to rehab about a year ago. Six months ago, she transferred to a sober house. A month after that, she fell off the wagon and went back to rehab. It's a whole thing. I'm sorry. I'm still hung up on the name. Your sister is Leslie? Yeah. High school was not fun. We think that had something to do with her drug problem. Gary, hey bud, stop trying to pull up the carpet. Don't tear the carpet. Gary, stop it. Nope. He does this all the time. I'm cursing my decision to go long fiber. Stay away from Shaq. Hey, Gary, why don't you come say hi to Tim? <coughs> Gary, come here. Say hi to Tim. <coughs> Clock! Clock! You're looking at a clock. What time clock. is it? Clock! Yeah, clock on the wall. What time does it say? Do you know your times? He doesn't, he doesn't know time. Oh, why is he saying clock? clock. Oh, oh, he's clock. setting an alarm for his physics exam. Clock. I don't know why he keeps saying clock. clock. Been saying it for six fucking months. Maybe, maybe he's saying clock like a chicken. Want to see a chicken, no. Gary? No, don't say chicken. He's afraid of chicken. Gary, there's no chickens here. No chickens. Here. No chicken. There's no chickens. Don't put your mouth on a doorknob. Is that what you want? Well, that makes. There you go. There you go. Suck on that doorknob. Give that doorknob head. Good job, Gary. Tim, I can't believe you. How the hell was I supposed to know? Just saying chicken would set no him chicken. off. No chicken. No chicken. Go back to your doorknob. There you go. Suck on that doorknob. Tim, if you don't mind, just stay away from the C word. Okay. Speaking of, how's your mom doing? She's fine. I saw what you did there, asshole. <laughs> I still got it, baby. Yeah. Uh, so aside from clock, Gary is completely mute. Not exactly. He does have one, quite frankly, insane ability. Oh, is he like Rain Man? Did he memorize the phone book? No, that would be pretty cool. 
Gary can take a look at anyone's butthole right after they took a shit and tell them exactly what type of bowel movement they had and how many squares of toilet paper it's going to take to wipe things up. I'm sorry, I don't understand. You know, you go to the bathroom, Gary takes a look at your shitty asshole, he'll tell you, hey, that was a hard sausage you just pushed out. That was diarrhea, and it's going to take eight squares of toilet paper to properly clean things up. That is the dumbest autistic ability I've ever heard. This is a kid who's afraid of chickens and is giving doorknobs blowjobs. I'm just happy he's not rolling around in his own feces. Oh, oh God. Gary's got lockjaw again. Gary, this happens sometimes. I gotta go, Tim. Yikes. Try to loosen your mouth muscles. Okay, we'll talk to you later, Satan. Pull your mouth off of the doorknob. Okay, Tim, good talking to you. Bye, Satan. How did you get your tongue stuck in the keyhole? Well, this is going to be painful. Satan away. All right, there you go. That's the great and always entertaining Satan and Gary, his autistic nephew. I love the character development and world building we've got going on here with Satan. You know, got an autistic nephew. Sister's name is Lezzy. Prior, we've learned that Satan also has a child out of wedlock, right? Kayla? I think it's, we haven't heard from Kayla. I wonder what she's doing. She might be off in college. All right, let's do uh, a little Satan update for you. What was I talking about? Oh, Mead. You haven't really done much yet on Distorted View, have we? I started talking about Mead, and then we got derailed by Satan for like 10 minutes. Yes, at the top of the Mead cast, uh, Mead says that, uh, you know, he's got some demonic spirits working against him. And obviously, this is not the first time that has happened. You know, we interviewed Mead not too long ago, and he mentioned uh, a succubus that was trying to breed with him. I was almost uh, raped by a succubus or an incubus. I'm not sure what that is. See, it's a beautiful, appears as a beautiful woman, and I was entranced, and then she turned into an old hag, and she tried to suffocate me by sitting on my chest. You know, Mead thinks this happened in real life. We all know that Mead was dreaming. I just find it funny that Mead, this devout Christian, is having a wet dream about uh, getting laid by a succubus. An old hag is mounting him, riding him cowgirl style. That was the last demonic problem Mead was dealing with. What's going on now? I do need prayer. I'm under a great demonic attack. Well, actually, fleas have been biting me lately since we put our kitty outside. All the fleas jumped off her and onto me and not letting me sleep. I feel like it's uh, these little, you know, they work with demons, you know, fleas do because they are pests. They are pests. Mead really is like a simpleton. Everything is black and white. If something good happens to him, or if something is pleasant, pretty, that's of God. If something bad happens to him, or he has to deal with something unpleasant, that's demonic activities at work. And she's like, no, that's life. You know, fleas are not of Satan. They're just creatures like anything else. Satan is not at play here. This is all your fault. Fleas live outside. You let your cat outside. Did the devil give the cat fleas? Or did nature give the cat fleas? Not a hard code to crack here. It's not the evil supernatural at work here. Everything is quite predictable. 
Despite this satanic panic, uh, things are actually going well for Mead. He got himself two new jobs. And uh, aside from that, I do have two, not one, but two new jobs. I'll be working at Chick-fil-A and Publix Grocery Store. We've known that Mead has worked in the past at Chick-fil-A. He was the guy in the cow costume. I always wondered if like that is why he was hired or if they put him in the cow costume because he couldn't do any of the other jobs. Well, based on his performance at Publix, I think we have our answer. I won't say exactly where, so don't don't look that up, please. But um, no, um, it is very challenging for me. Now, apparently I couldn't cut it, get it, cut it in produce uh, at Publix. And they had a talk with me just after one day. One day at the store, they almost fired him. And they said, we don't think you're a good fit for produce. Now, why? I thought I was doing a pretty good job, but apparently, I guess because I was too afraid to use the, the uh, one of the machines, they they just uh, didn't think I was right. So they're going to put me at the front of the house uh, bagging groceries, which is pretty much the bottom. But I don't mind. Talk about a demotion, man. Bag boy is what they give like the st- I mean, the, I mean, you know who they give bag boy jobs to? I am dying to know what machine Mead was scared of in the produce department. Got to be some sort of cutting apparatus, something sharp. I mean, bless Mead's heart, though. He's trying. He's got two jobs. I doubt either of them are full time. But still, he's trying to do something. Look, we're only two minutes into the Mead cast, and it was well worth my Patreon membership. We learned a little bit about Mead. Is there anything else about uh, Publix mind here? Being on the bottom. What? Mead doesn't mind bottoming. Uh, bagging groceries, which is pretty much the bottom, but I don't mind being on the bottom. <laughs> Phrasing, Mead. Phrasing. Now, Chick-fil-A, I'll be working. I'll also get to do the cow again, which is exciting. That's my artistic expression, you know, the cow, making people happy. And I really like doing that. Now, in addition to the cow, he'll be doing the register and bringing people food and stuff. So, you know, it's like a real job. I'm still um, still kind of managing my finances because I am still $7,000 in debt from ordering too much food uh, with Grubhub and... I can't. I just, I, we got to move on, freaks. But there's just so much good stuff here. That is the Meadcast episode one. Hey, speaking of Satan, it's not often I've got clips uh, from Alex Jones anymore because, you know, he's been sort of silenced. He's off of most of the social media platforms, and I don't even know where you can catch his show. I guess his website, maybe. Here he is in a guest talking about Satan and masks and... Um, Think feminism is thrown in there. We have a command, not a suggestion, not even a recommendation, but from God to resist and never comply. Daniel eleven thirty two says, "And such as do wickedly shall the antichrist corrupt by flatteries." Now somehow he's going to link that very short Bible quote to mask mandates. I love how any Bible verse can be used to justify anything. Basically, that Bible verse is about the Antichrist flattering you to get him on your side. You know, win you over. Okay. And such as do wickedly shall the Antichrist corrupt by flatteries. That word flatteries means feminism. I don't think that's what that word means. I'm pretty sure. I looked up that word in a lot of dictionaries. 
has nothing to do with uh, feminism or being effeminate or being pretty. It means demasculinization of mankind. That's what the mask does. That's what the vaccine does. That's what complying with these inhumane, ungodly orders does. But you're saying you're saying Satan conquers us by domesticating us and making us weak. All right. <laughs> Alex Jones is breaking it down using language we can all understand. Satan issued these mask mandates. You know how uh, they're, the water's making the frogs gay? These masks are going to shrivel up your cocks. He does. That's why they turn you into abortion loving feminists. One minute you're looking at super cool muscle cars you might want to buy, and you, you watch wrestling, then you put that mask on, you slap that across your face. Next thing you know, you're wondering what Project Lena Dunham's working on. You put down Hot Rod magazine and you pick up the remote and start watching Ellen DeGeneres on the TV. Hero said murder all the baby boys in Exodus. Hold on a second, I want to hear this. You're saying Satan conquers us by domesticating us and making us weak. He does. That's why Pharaoh said murder all the baby boys in Exodus 2. That's why Herod wanted to kill every baby boy two years and younger to kill Jesus. Yesterday, an attorney in our church is representing a nine-month-old black baby boy who is being adopted by two married black women. And whenever she called it an abomination, the judge stopped the proceedings and put her out of the courtroom. Man, it always comes back to the gays. Leave us the fuck alone. These mask mandates have nothing to do with us. For once, you can't pin it on the gays, but somehow you're trying. This woman was simply protecting a nine-month-old helpless baby boy that is already an endangered species that is already being... Well, you know, statistically, those couples then do the transgender deal. It's like a ritual. I don't know those group, and they they go after their testicles. I mean, it's like a religion to target boys with this whole transgenderism. They admit it's a transhumanist move. Which, by the way, exactly right. Which, by the way, the vaccine takes away people's ability because of Bill Gates' Because of Bill Gates' agenda. Holy shit. This is like conspiracy theorists' greatest hits all wrapped up into one. Mask mandates, lesbians, trannies, Bill Gates, 5G, Satan. Good Lord, my head is spinning. Trying to keep up here. Because of Bill Gates' agenda, that is in Daniel 7 and 25, it takes away your ability (laughs) to resist. It takes away your desire to be zealous and fanatical. Look at people that are vaccinated. They're like zombies. They're just wandering around with no goals. (laughs) It's like, who are you even talking to anymore? I looked up the stats. Like, four billion people have received at least one shot of the vaccine. At this point, there's a good chance that most of the people you're preaching at right now, they've had the vaccine. They're one of the zombies you're referring to. This is not a winning argument anymore. You just you're going to come off looking more and more like a kook as more and more people have been vaccinated, like more than half of the world's population at this point. No one's walking around like a zombie. No one's testicles are shriveling up, becoming sterile. We're all just fucking fine. Get a new shtick. Oh, I love Alex Jones. It's masterful how he's able to redirect any conspiracy theory and make it about trans people or lesbians art all right uh finally before we get into the news today 
Vlad messaged me to let me know that David Super N-Word is back at it again. Uh, honestly, I don't know what his last name is anymore. It used to be Super N-Word, but uh, I think he changed it. So I'm not going to say the full word anymore because it's not legally his name. That's how I used to be able to justify it for saying the N-Word. Because, well, I mean, it's on his driver's license. Somehow, you know, something fell through the cracks there. And uh, David changed his name legally to Super N-Word, and a driver's license was issued. He also has a lot of face tattoos. That has nothing to do with the N-Word, but, uh, you know, it shows a lack of judgment. Anyway, in this video, I think David's uh, all in on the uh, furry movement because he purchased a fursuit, and he's trying on the head. Oh, my goodness. I was worried about this. As David is standing up with the uh, the head on, it also appears that he's wearing something else around the waist, and that is a belt with three or four dildos sticking out of it. Like somehow these uh, dildos have been attached to the belt. He, he's a, he's a tricocked horse furry. I guess that's his persona. You'd think he would have went with a dinosaur head, so he could have been called a triceracock. But, you know, I'm the creative one. He's not. This is how to do blackface, baby. Oh, yeah, we're still on that, huh? David Super N-Word? Still looking to get away with blackface. This is something else. I'm so proud of this. Although, it's not really black. Oh, I guess it is like a brown. It's a brown face for the horse. It's most certainly black cocks. <laughs> proud of this? I'm so fat and worthless. But I will I, I I guess I'll make this the um, featured image and chapter artwork. Take a take a gander at that right now. My black self is having a party. Because all the things that I want to say, but I'm too white to say, I get to say as a brownicorn. Because you know, me and my niggas oh, well. are nigger faggot. He's uh he's kind of pointing at or directing attention to each of his dicks when he says that. We don't care about you white liberals niggering the N-word to make it mean something normal. Wow. No, my niggas and I are niggers. We are faggots. We are retards. Those meetings. One of those things is most certainly true. I'll let you guess which one it is. Will last forever. Well, that's uh, David. But the, on the other hand, like if you guys want to do that, you could just play with yourself. He's stroking his fake black dicks right now. And get it done. Like milking them almost. Yeah, nigger means human. Faggot means civil. Retard means prepared. So that is David's whole shtick. If you're new to this guy, he wants to um, redefine these offensive words, which I guess is a noble cause. But unless everyone is on the same page as you, you just come off looking like a crazy racist. The horse head and three black dicks don't help. Certainly continues to paint the picture of an insane person. All right, so that's David Super N-Word. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. What a show already. 
We've had Satan. We've had Mead. David Super Edward. Horseheads. Blackcocks. It's only Monday. Quite frankly, I'm exhausted. If you want more DV, if you or if you would just like to support this stupidity, best way to do it is to sign up for the Sideshow, DV's member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Been at the show since 2004. There are like 4,000 past programs in the archives. More importantly, every week I do brand new shows just for paying members. Uh, typically two times a week, Tuesday and Thursday. That means tomorrow's program is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. This is how I make my living. It's insane. I agree. Cuckoo crazy bananas. Uh, superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the program, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview, where you can pledge as little as a dollar. If you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. If you pledge at least $20, woo, boy, I really appreciate that. It really does help ensure that this show continues on. And I try to uh, reward you guys for your generosity. Occasionally, I'll send some uh, physical goodies, DB merchandise out. As a matter of fact, I just sent out some stuff. Many of you will be receiving it this week. I think uh, we're trying out, uh, what am I sending you guys? Uh, DV uh, Keyring? And uh, a jizz rag with my face on it. If you're not patrons, don't feel left out. Well, you should feel left out. But uh, these are potential items that will be appearing in the DV store if they're well received. <laughs> uh, patrons are kind of like my beta testers. Jizz on that towel. Tell me how absorbent it is. Do you feel good coming all over me? Let me know, please. Feedback. All right. Uh, so again, patreon.com slash distorted view. Three very quick stories now. First up, looky here. We got one from our most fucked up state. Say it with meow. Our most fucked up state. Yes, a Florida nurse has been fired for posting photos on social media and cruelly mocking a newborn. Have you ever seen a newborn? They are fugly. Like fucking purple, covered in blood, looking like an old man. Like shitting out a giant pale raisin. It is vile. Bonus, in this case, the baby was born with a birth defect. So this nurse is most assuredly going to hell. The firing kind of makes sense now, actually. Sierra Samuels, a neonatal intensive care nurse uh, at Jackson Memorial Hospital over there in Miami, was fired Thursday following an investigation that began early last month after two photos of a newborn with an abdominal wall birth defect were post, uh, posted to her Instagram account. See, I kind of think she's less of a bitch now. I don't know. It's like when you make fun of someone's face... Because of like a cleft palate or it's all mangled or it's missing an eye or something. Like that's kind of cruel. Like, you know, if it's asshole is all like turned inside out, it's like a red sock coming out. Yeah, that's gross. That's weird. That's notable. And I, and I would look at that differently than if this woman was just making fun of an ugly baby. You know what I mean? In this case, it's just a, a baby's body part that is like weird. Like not its face. Not something you have to stare at all the time, but like something's going on and it's like stomach area. You know, what is it? Some sort of abdominal wall birth defect. She wrote, uh, my night was going great. And then boom. And then that's the, the caption to the picture that showed a baby uh, taken inside of the hospital's newborn intensive care unit. The second photo posted by Samuels 
showed the newborn again and had a hashtag citing the child's birth defect. Gastrochysis. That's, I don't know. It's where a baby's intestines are found outside of the body. See, that is fucking freaky. That is weird. Yes. It would be like if you saw that baby in real life. Like your friend just had this baby. You go to you go in and visit her and she's like, look at my baby. This is little chunky. And you see its intestines falling out of its body. Would you say something or would you pretend it's normal? At the very least, you would question it. You'd be like, ah, why is its innards coming out like that? I know it may not be the most polite thing to say, but maybe the mom is all like hopped up on drugs. She's woozy from giving birth and she missed the fact the baby is wearing its intestines as a scarf. Again, I just feel like it's different than if the baby's face was all messed up. Plus, you know that this birth defect is, like, fixable. There's no way the baby's going to go home with its intestines outside of its body. They're going to stuff it back in. So it's like a temporary birth defect. It's not like a Brian Pepper situation. You know, his eyes are bulging out for the rest of his life. There's a deep cut. Brian Peppers. Who remembers Brian Peppers? Do a search for him. All right. uh, Yes, the second photo posted by Samuel showed the newborn again and had a hashtag citing the child's birth defect. Um, So, yeah, the baby's intestines were found on the outside of the body, exiting through a hole beside the belly button. Quote, your intestines are supposed to be inside, not outside, baby. Samuel's sickening post read. It's, It's not even that offensive. It's just like stating the obvious. Samuels, who posted several other photos of herself on the job, was placed on administrative leave last month after the photos surfaced. Hospitals officials cited patient privacy as a top priority. Okay, I guess, well, that kind of explains why she was fired. While saying the blatant breach would be investigated, employees who violate these privacy rules, despite being educated, are subject to disciplinary actions, including suspension or termination, according to the hospital officials. An attorney last month said that Samuels not only breached the newborn's privacy, but violated HIPAA. Quote, with images, you have a certain expectation of privacy that if you're in an area that you're in, an area that you believe to be private, and in this case, a hospital, even more so. I feel like I didn't read that line properly, but it was very confusing. (laughs) What? With images, you have a certain expectation of privacy that if you're in an area that you're in an area that you believe to be private. I think maybe they just uh, wrote the same thing over again twice. You have a certain expectation of privacy that if you're in an area that you believe to be private. Yeah, they did an extra in an area. Uh, In this case, what the fuck ever? You know what I'm talking about. Good fucking grief. News stories making me look like a goddamn idiot. I don't need any help from you. Uh, All right. The child's mother has been notified of the privacy breach. Samuel's Instagram profile, which is now marked as private, (laughs) identifies her as a mommy and a dry cereal consumer and a bipolar lover. She has more than 600 followers. Quite the influencer. I've got more Instagram followers than her. That's pathetic. Second story we have for you today. The McDonald's customer who called in a bomb threat to an Iowa restaurant because he didn't receive dipping sauces with his 30-piece nuggets. You know what? That is kind of outrageous. We may have read this story initially. This is an update, but I don't know. I don't recall reading that he ordered a 30-piece. Of course you're going to need dipping sauce for a 30-piece chicken. Who the hell is eating 30 pieces of chicken nuggets? Dry. Four-piece, ten-piece, I I understand, maybe. You're just eating them as a side. You don't want to dip. That's fine. 
But 30? 30, you need something. You need to dunk it, wet it, pop it, turn it, twist it. Well, this guy did not get his sauces and he lost his shit. He has now pleaded guilty to a harassment charge. Robert Golwitzer, 42, last week, uh, pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor count in connection with a bizarre incident in late June involving a McDonald's near his home in Des Moines. Uh, Golwitzer was sentenced to 12 months probation and fined $430. You could buy a lot of chicken McNuggets with that during a September 23rd court hearing. According to a police department report, a McDonald's assistant manager told cops that a man who called the restaurant was, quote, irate due to the fact that he requested 30 chicken nuggets and received no dipping sauces for them. When the worker replied that the patron could return to the restaurant to retrieve the sauces, the man said, no, I'm going to blow up the store and punch you in the face. Make sure you do that in the right order. You blow up the store, he might not have a face anymore, you know? Golwitzer, who lives about five miles from the eatery, was quickly identified as the suspect since the threatening call was placed from a phone number associated with his name. The number was captured on the restaurant's caller ID. Not exactly a criminal mastermind, but again, this was kind of a crime of passion. Very passionate about his chicken nuggets and needing sauce for them. All right. uh, During police questioning, Golwitzer told cops that he had gone to McDonald's and the staff had gotten his order wrong. We all know how that goes. Robert stated he was very upset and he called into McDonald's. Golwitzer recalled telling a McDonald's employee that I hope someone blows up your building. See, I didn't say I was going to do it. I was just hoping someone would blow it up and I hope someone punches you in the face. He had no intentions to blow up the McDonald's, though. Golwitzer was originally charged with making a false report about an explosive or incendiary device, which is a felony. Got off pretty easy, if you ask me. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. Surgeons were shocked when they found a kilogram of nails, screws, and nuts in a man's stomach. Is that really out of the ordinary? I've been nailed, screwed, and someone has nutted in my stomach many times. Must have been a real slow news day. The patient in Lithuania had been swallowing metal objects for a month after kicking his booze habit. It's, just, it's like people that smoke, you know, they give up cigarettes and they, they just got to put something in their mouth. Why people chew gum. This guy gave up alcohol and swallowed screws. I don't I don't understand that. Actually, about two pounds worth of screws. Some of the uh, nails and, and screws were up to four inches long. Insert another penis screw joke here if you want to. I got to move on, though. He was admitted to the hospital uh, over there in the Baltic Sea coast with severe abdominal pain. An x-ray of his stomach revealed he had been munching on nails and bolts and nuts, also knives and wood screws and other metal objects. The surgeon who performed the intensive three-hour operation on the Man of Steel described it as a uh, unique case. He explained the man had damaged the front wall of his stomach by consuming the foreign bodies. All the nails filled one of those, uh, like, uh, trays that doctors use. As a matter of fact, check out the chapter artwork. I'll provide a uh, a picture of this thing. During the three-hour operation with x-ray control, all foreign bodies, even the smallest ones in the patient's stomachs, were removed. Medics were tediously tasked with making sure they had finished uh, getting all the metal objects out. By regularly scanning the stomach's patients. You know what I would do? I'd just cut them fucking wide open. 
Kind of like how a goatsy man just grabbed each side of his asshole and ripped it wide open, you know, and then just take a, a big magnet, suck those things right up, boom, <laughs> be done in 10 minutes. This is why I'm not a doctor, I guess. The unidentified patient is said to be in stable condition. We've never seen anything like it, said, ah, oh, fuck me, Algirdus Slepovicius, the hospital's head surgeon. The medics made clear foreign bodies in the stomach aren't exactly a rare commodity for them. Among other strange objects patients have swallowed, irregulars include sewing needles, pennies. Oh, yeah, because sewing needles, because you put them in your mouth when you're sewing, you know, uh, and you breathe in, I guess, and even spoons. And he isn't the only person to swallow something bizarre, as one man lost his voice as his throat began to rot after accidentally swallowing a bleach tablet thinking it was painkillers. Children, of course, also have a track record as cereal swallowers. <laughs> uh, the most common object children will swallow and get stuck in their tummies are magnets. They fuse in their intestines or their bowels and it squeezes off blood supply. Those things are very dangerous, deadly even. That's why, um, you know, those magnet toys years ago, the buckyballs, they were outlawed for a bit because children, it's so easy for, for them to, to swallow them because they're so tiny. Little child death toys. Love those things. All right, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you. And there are many ways to contact this show. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. I'm uh, all over social media at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. Don't forget, if you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls First, and we have a bunch of calls to get to today. Oops, Haley's comment. That's the wrong one because stupid Haley's comment called in multiple times. Hey, Tim. Haley's comment calling up to say, I think Mead scooped you on something by a couple of weeks. I'm specifically talking about your recent coverage of the TikTokers claiming to have multiple personalities. Uh, if you recall, Mead came out with a video he posted to YouTube making the same claim and doing a similar uh, rundown of alternate identities. Uh, he, he claimed was bouncing around in his head. And it occurred- Did we play that on the show? I completely forgot about that. And I'm fascinated and I need to see that video. Me, Mead was probably just jumping on that trend and he happened to do so before you found out about it. Or maybe Mead started this trend. What if Mead becomes like a huge TikTok influencer. I'll end my life. I'll kill myself on the show. Timmy Boo, it's DJC. Say it with me. DJC. Okay, DJC. Once again, DJC. DJC. I've been a Sideshow member for about 15 years or so. Anyway, calling from the Tesla of love to respond to the caller that says, Does my car define me? And I have to tell you, as a Tesla owner, I not only got a Tesla, my Tesla, and every other Tesla in the world comes with a personal chauffeur called Autopilot, and it won't drive me off a cliff or crash the car. So to answer your question, yes, his Tesla does define him. Because it's the greatest thing ever. If you have, are you all in, uh, like on, on uh, with Elon Musk? Are you like going to get that Starlink internet service? And are you going to get the uh, the solar panels that that he does? Does he still do the solar panel company? 
Jimmy Boo doesn't. Are you going to have a tunnel board under your house from the boring company? No, what a commute is, so that doesn't help him any. But when I drive 50 miles to my workplace on mostly highways, I'm not driving anymore. Let me let me do it for you. Hear this, Jimmy Boo? Hold on. This is this? audio. There's my chauffeur. James, take me to work. You see, I have a chauffeur. So when you ask if it defines me, it now doesn't have me. I, I, I don't have a commute, you more asshole. I don't know what you don't understand. It doesn't define me, but it's the greatest product I literally have ever purchased in my life. Because he came with a fucking chauffeur. Okay, all right, with the chauffeur. God, people are just going to hate on you now. You're very unlikable. (laughs) I love you, though. Uh, I would love, look, I'm just jealous because I would love a Tesla. I would love a self-driving car. Uh, I can't afford one right now. Uh, Tesla's doing really well, by the way. I just saw that they, uh, this quarter sold a gazillion cars, like what, 300,000 or 250,000 cars? The rest of the audio uh, auto industry is uh, not doing well because of all of the uh, supply constraint shortages. <laughs> I'm trying to sound smart here. <laughs> the, the, the supply chain shortages, you know, and the computer chips shortages that their cars are having. But uh, Tesla is able to work around that. And uh, they're <laughs> selling a lot of cars. Hey, Tim, cat lady. I had an idea. What if there was like... Oh, God damn it. Hold on. I'm sorry. I played the wrong cat lady. Hey, Tim's cat ladies. Every time I come outside, it's like bright yellowish orange because of the... That's the sun, love lady. Stop staring at the sun. You're going to go blind. The ash. And it's just like... Ah, something's on fire. It just makes me really want barbecue. So, I don't know. Anyway, um, I think we should have a Halloween costume contest. Like, Mm -hmm. people dress up as, I don't know, something maybe show-related, and uh, I'll buy them something from the merch store or something. I don't know. If people want to do that, then we can do that. If not, whatever. I will I will purchase. If anyone dresses up like a DV character, and I don't know what that means, or just, I don't know. It, if it's distorted view related, I'll buy you a little something from, uh, I'll give you a little distorted view something or other. Good God, what happened to this voicemail segment? It's falling apart here. What? Oh. What? Voicemail segment has been redeemed. I'm sorry. Please. Please, Sounds like daddy's choking you. Is he strangling you? I don't know if this call is directed at me. Or if this is a call from one of those like crazy party lines, or if this is just someone dying, looking for help, thinking they called nine one one. Certainly sounds like some sort of uh, auto erotic. Here's that message again. Press uh, one. 
to respond Vlad. to this message with a message of your own, press two. Oh, yeah. Now that I checked, that is Vlad's area code. So he must have called the party line, heard that intro and thought it was funny and uh, recorded it for us. Thank you, Vlad. Appreciate it. That guy either just had the best orgasm of his life or went a little too far and he's now dead. Rest in peace, masturbating man. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 20666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. I don't know. Those group, and they, they go after their testicles. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Remember, tomorrow's program is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will see you back right here on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.